Good afternoon, everyone. I want to thank you all again for tuning in to the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, May Moonbay. I know last, the last week I released, I thanked everyone for the continuing of sport. And I also mentioned that people were tuning in from all over the country. I want to say this podcast has really taken off and it's all over the world more than 10 different countries right now at least and i want to thank everyone for doing that and their continuing support and i hope that you're sharing and enjoying what you're receiving from us because i have a lot of good stuff to come so again i just wanted to thank you everyone and today we're going to start by reading chapter 11 and i like to do at least five chapters so We'll run about the 30, 40 minute mark, give or take. All right, without further ado, let's get started. Chapter 11. With practice, you will become a joyous, deliberate creator. As you consciously consider the way you feel, you will get better and better at directing the source energy, and you will become a disciplined and joyous, deliberate creator. With practice, you will be able to achieve a focused control of this energy. And like the skilled sculptor, you will take the light and the molding of this energy, which creates worlds and directed toward your individual creative endeavors. As you focus creative energy, there are two factors to consider. First, the intensity and the speed of the energy, and second, your level of allowing or resisting it. The first factor has to do with the amount of time you have spent considering your desire and to what degree you have become become specific. In other words, when you have been wanting something for a long time, your summoning power is much greater than if you are thinking about it for the first time today. Also, whenever you have considered it for some time, having experienced contrast that helps you to become even more specific about it, your desire songs it summons it in an even more powerful way. Once a desire has achieved that sort of power or speed, it is quite easy for you to feel how you are doing with the second factor, the allowing or resisting part of the equation. When you are thinking about something that you've been wanting for a very long time, and in this moment you are noticing that it has not happened, a strong negative emotion would be present within you, for you are thinking about something that has very strong energy that you are not in the vibrational alignment with. However, if you are thinking about something that you have been wanting for a long time and you are imagining that is happening, then your emotion would be one of anticipation or eagerness. And so you can tell by the way you feel whether in this moment you are a match to your desire or you are a match to its absence, whether you are allowing it or resisting your desire or whether you are in in this moment helping or hindering. It is not about controlling thoughts. It is about guiding thoughts. In your highly technologically evolved society, where you have immediate access to almost everything that is happening around your planet, you are bombarded with thoughts and ideas that, at times, feel invasive to your personal experience. And so the idea of controlling your thoughts when there are so many other thoughts coming forth seem impossible. It seems instead rather than or it seems instead rather normal 
to give your attention to whatever is in front of you. We're not encouraging you to make an effort to control your thoughts, but instead to make an effort to be to more or less guide your thoughts. And it's not even so much about guiding your thoughts as it is about reaching for a feeling because reaching for the way you would like to feel is an easier way to hold your thoughts in vibrational alignment with what with that which you believe is good. The law of attraction is already magnetically attracting, organizing your thoughts to having an understanding of and deliberately working with the law of attraction is extremely helpful in an effort at guiding your own thoughts. Remember, whenever you give your attention to a thought, a thought immediately becomes activated within you. So the law of attraction immediately responds, which means that other thoughts in vibrational harmony with the thought that you have chose to activate it now. Join your activated thought, making it a more pronounced, more powerful, and more act attractive thought. And as you continue your focus, and as your thought expands, the more, power, more powerful thought that you have just activated is joined by other, others like it, and on it goes. When you practice thought, when your practice thought becomes a dominant thought, whenever you have constant, consistently focused upon a subject, causing a consistent vibrational activation of it within you, it becomes a practice or dominant thought. And once that happens, things that match it will begin to manifest around your dominant thought. In the same way that your earlier thought was joined by other thoughts that matched it. Now things that match your dominant thought will begin to show up in your experience. Magazine articles, conversation with friends, personal observations. The attraction process will become very apparent. Once your focused attention has sufficiently activated a dominant vibration within you, Things wanted or unwanted would begin to make their way into your personal experience. It is law. How to effectively become a deliberate creator. Remember, before you can effectively benefit from paying attention to your emotions, you must first accept that well-being is the only stream that flows. You can allow or disallow the stream. But when you allow it, you are well. And when you disallow it, you are sick. In other words, there's only a stream of wellness, which you are allowing or resisting. And you can tell by the way you feel what you are doing. You are supposed to thrive. You are supposed to feel good. You are good. You are loved. And well-being is constantly flowing to you. And if you allow it, it will manifest in a manner, in all manner of ways in your experience. Whatever you are giving your attention to is already pulsing an energy vibration. And as you hold your attention upon it, you begin to vibrate as it is vibrating. Each time you focus upon it, and each time you offer the vibration, it feels easier for you to do it. The next time until in time you develop a sort of vibrational proclivity. It is like practicing anything. It can get easier and easier. And with enough focusing on the thought and therefore practicing this vibration, you form what you call a belief. A belief is only a practice vibration. In other words, once you have practiced the thought long enough, then any time you approach the subject of that thought, the law of attraction will take you easily into the full vibration of your elite belief. So now, the law of attraction accepts the belief as your point of attraction and brings to you that match, that vibration. And so, as you have life experience that matches those thoughts you were pondering, you conclude, yes, this is truth. And while it may be accurate to call it truth, we would prefer to call it attraction or creation. Anything that you give your attention to will become your truth. The law of attraction says that it must. 
Your life, and everyone else's too, is but a reflection of the predominance of your thoughts. There is no exception to this. Have you made a decision to direct your thoughts? To be the deliberate creator of your own experience, you will be one who has decided to direct your thoughts for only when you deliberately choose the direction of your thoughts can you deliberately affect your own point of attraction. You cannot continue to discuss, observe, and believe in things and believe things in the same way you always have and make changes in your point of attraction anymore, as we mentioned previously, then you can set your radio dial to 630 AM and receive the broadcast from 101 FM. Your vibrational frequencies have to match. Every emotion that you feel is about your alignment or misalignment with the energy of your source. Your emotions are your indicators of the vibrational variance between your physical being and your inner being. And when you pay attention to these emotions and try to focus on good feeling thoughts, you are then using your emotional guidance system in the way that you intended when you decided to come into this physical body. Your emotional guidance system is the key to helping you understand what your vibrational content is and therefore exactly what your current point your current point of attraction is distinguishing between the actual thought of what you want compared to the thought of its absence is sometimes difficult but distinguishing between your emotional response to your thought of your desire and your emotional response to your thought of the absence of your desire is a very easy thing to do because when you are fully focused upon your desire and your vibrational offering purely reflects that you feel wonderful when you focus upon the absence of something that you truly want, you feel awful. Your emotions always let you know what you are doing with your vibration. Your emotions always let you know exactly what your point of attraction is. And so, by paying attention to your emotions and by deliberately offering thoughts that affect the way you feel, you can consciously, consciously guide yourself into the vibrational frequency that will allow the fulfillment of any desire you hold. Can you accept yourself as a vibrational being? Most of our physical friends are unaccustomed to viewing their lives in terms of vibrations, and they are certainly not accustomed to thinking of themselves as radio transmitters and receivers, but you do live in a vibrational universe, and you are more energy, vibration, or electricity than you realize. Once you allow this new orientation and begin to accept yourself as a vibrational being who attracts all things, all the things that come into your experience, then you will begin to the delicious journey into deliberate creation. Once you begin to understand the correlation between what you are thinking, what you are feeling, and what you are receiving, now you have it. You hold all the keys that are necessary to get from wherever you are to wherever you want to be on all subjects. Chapter 12. Your emotional set points are within your control. Most people do not believe they have control over what they believe. They observe things happening around them and evaluate them, but they usually feel that they have no control whatsoever about the belief that is formulating within them. They spend their lives sorting events into categories of good or bad, wanted or unwanted, right or wrong, but rarely do they understand that they have the ability to control their personal relationship with these events. It is impossible to control conditions that have that others have created, since many people approve of some of the conditions that others have created but disapprove of others, they set out on the impossible mission of trying to control conditions. 
through personal force or strength or gathering together in groups to gain the feeling of more power or control. They seek to preserve their own well-being by attempting to control. Pardon me, let me read that again. Through personal force or strength or gathering together in groups to gain the feeling of more power or control, they seek to preserve their own well-being by attempting to take control of any circumstances that they believe could threaten it. But in this attraction-based universe, where there is no such thing as exclusion, the harder they push against unwanted things, the more they achieve vibrational alignment with unwanted things, and in doing so, the more they invite unwanted things into their own experience. And as more unwanted things now manifest in their experience, they shore up their own belief, they prove it to themselves that they were right all along about how bad and invasive that unwanted things was to begin with. In other words, the more you defend your own beliefs, the more the law of attraction helps you live them out. But whose truth is the true truth? With enough attention to anything, the essence of what you have been giving thought to will eventually become a physical manifestation. And, as, and then as others observe your physical manifestation through your attention to it, they help to, it to expand. And then in time, this manifestation, whether it is one that is wanted or not, is called truth. We want you to remember that you have the absolute choices about the truths that you create in your own experience. Once you understand that the only reason anyone ever experiences anything is because of their attention to the subject, then it's easy to see that truth only exists because someone gave their attention to it. So when you say, I should give me a, my attention to, su to such and such, because it is true, that is the same thing as saying another gave their attention to something that they did not want, and by their attention to it, they have invited into their experience. And since they have attracted something unwanted into the experience, I should do it also. There are many wonderful things that you are making your truce, and there are many not so wonderful things that you are making your truce. Deliberate creation is about deliberately choosing those experience, experiences you make your truce. Your point of attraction is being affected. When your activated thoughts are general and not very focused, those early vibrations are still very small and do not yet have much attention, attraction power or pulling power, so to speak. And so in these early stages, you could not likely see any manifested evidence of your attention to the subject. But even though you do not yet see the evidence, the attraction of other thoughts that are a vibrational match to these is occurring. In other words, the thought is becoming stronger, its pulling power is getting stronger, and other similar thought vibrations are joining it. And as the thought gains momentum, you will now begin to get an emotional reading on how well this growing thought vibration is making the energy of your source. If it matches who you are, your good feeling emotions indicate that. If it does not match who you are, your bad feeling emotions indicate that. For example, when you were little, your grandmother may have said to you, you are such a wonderful child. I love you so very much. You will have a fulfilling and happy life. You have so many talents and the world will benefit by your presence. These words felt good because they were a vibrational match to what was at the very core of you. But when someone says to you, you are bad, 
You should be ashamed of yourself. You have displeased me. You are inappropriate. These words feel awful because your attention to them has caused you to become vibrationally different from who you really are and what you really know. The way you feel is a clear and accurate indication of your alignment or misalignment with your source energy. In other words, your emotions let you know if you are allowing or if you are in a current state of resistance to your connection with source. Moods. As an indicator of your emotional set points. When you continue to focus upon any thought, it becomes increasingly easy to continue to focus upon it because the law of attraction is making more thoughts like it available to you. And so emotionally speaking, you are developing a mood or an attitude, vibrationally speaking. Pardon me. I got to read the paragraph again. I got hung up and reread the same sentence. So let's start from the top. When you continue to focus upon any thought, it becomes increasingly easy to continue to focus upon it because the law of attraction is making more thoughts like it available to you. And so emotionally speaking, you are developing a mood or an attitude. Vibrationally speaking, you are achieving a habitual vibrational groove or, so to speak, a set point. Your mood is showing you are a good representation of what you are inviting into your experience. Your mood or your general feeling about something is a clear indication of your practiced vibration. In other words, whenever any subject is activated within you through your exposure to your environment, your vibration jumps immediately to your most practiced vibrational place or set point. For example, let us say that when you were a child, your parents experienced severe financial difficulty. And so the lack of money and the inability to purchase desired things was often discussed in your home. With the accompanying emotions of worry and fear, often in response to your request for something, you were told that money doesn't grow on trees and that just because you want it doesn't mean you'll get it. And that you, like everyone else in this family, should learn to do without. That is just the way it is because of years of exposure to these thoughts of lack, your habit of your habit of thought around the subject of money, your emotional set point became one of low expectation of financial success. And so whenever you thought about money or abundance, your mood or attitude would immediately shift to disappointment, worry, or anger. Or when you were a child, maybe your friend's mother was killed in an automobile accident. And then your close association with someone who has experienced severe childhood trauma made you fearful for the well-being of your own parents. Whenever they traveled somewhere by automobile, you would be gripped by fear until they returned. And so, bit by bit, you developed the habit of worrying about the well-being of those you loved. Your emotional subpoint became that of insecurity. Or, when you were a teenager, perhaps, your grandmother suddenly died of a heart attack. And in the years that followed her death, you often heard your mother expressing her concern about the high probability of the same thing happening to her and her children, including you. Nearly every time any conversation about your grandmother came up, her untimely heart attack became an emotional and fear-producing part of the conversation. Even though your body was strong and you continued to feel physically good, a concern about your own physical vulnerability rumbled about under the surface. And so over time, you achieved the emotional set point of physical vulnerability. Your emotional set points can be changed. In the same way that your emotional set points can change from feeling basically good or secure to feeling bad or insecure, your set points can change from not feeling good to feeling good, for your set points are achieved simply by attention to a subject. And through your practice thought, however, most people do not deliberately offer thought, 
but instead they let their thoughts gravitate to whatever is happening around them. Something happens, they observe. They have an emotional feeling response to what they are observing. And since they usually feel powerless in controlling what they are, are observing, they conclude that they have no control over their emotional response to what they are observing. We want you to understand that you do have absolute control over the set points that you achieve. And we want you to understand the extreme value in deliberately achieving your own set points. Because once you expect something, it will come. The details of it may play out differently, but the vibrational essence will always be an exact match. Chapter 13. Allow your feelings to be your guide. Another important premise that is valuable to remember is that you are a physical extension of source energy and that an eternal stream of source energy flows to you and through you and that it is you. Your stream flowed before the physical being that you know as know as you was born. I think that's supposed to read you were born. But anyways, it will continue to flow once the physical being that you know as you experience what you call death. Every living thing, animal, human, or plant experiences that really that which is called death with no pardon me, that was debauched. Let me read that one more time. Every living thing, animal, human, or plant experiences that which is called death with no exception. Spirit, which is who we really are, is eternal. So what death must be is but a changing of the perspective of that eternal spirit. If you are standing in your physical body and consciously connected to that spirit, then you are eternally eternal in nature, and you need never fear any endedness, because from that perspective there is none. You will never cease to be, for you are eternal consciousness. Your emotions let you know how much source energy you are summoning in this moment by virtue of the desire you hold in this moment. They also let you know whether your preponderance of thought on the subject matches your desire or matches the absence of your desire. For example, a feeling of passion or enthusiasm indicates that there is a very strong desire focused in the moment. A feeling of rage or revenge also indicates that there is a strong desire. However, the feeling of lethargy or boredom indicates very little focused desire in that moment. When you really, really want something, and you are thinking about your desire and feeling pleasure from the thought, your thought vibration is now in alignment with your desire, and the current from your source is flowing through you toward your intended desire with no restriction or resistance. We call that allowing. But when you really, really want something and are feeling anger or fear or disappointment, that means you are focused upon the opposite of your desire. And in doing so, you are introducing another non-matching vibration to the mix. And the degree of negative emotion that you are now experiencing indicates the degree of your resistance to your receiving of your desire. Learn to pay attention to your feelings. When emotions are strong, whether they feel good or feel bad, your desire is strong. When emotions are weak, your desire is not so strong. When emotions feel good, whether they are strong or weak, you are allowing the fulfillment of your desire. When emotions feel bad, whether they are strong or weak, you are in the state of disallowing the fulfillment of your desire. Your emotions are absolute indicators of vibration, vibrational content. 
Therefore, they are the perfect reflection of your current point of attraction. They help you know at any moment whether or not you are currently allowing the fulfillment of your desire. You may believe that you cannot control your emotions, or you may believe that you should control your emotions, but we would like you to approach your emotions in a different way. It is our encouragement that you pay attention to how you feel and allow your emotions to be the valuable indicators that they are. An empty feeling is telling you something important. When the fuel gauge on your vehicle indicates that the tank is empty, you do not criticize the indicator. You receive the information that is offered you, and you do something about addling, pardon me, about adding your more fuel to your tank. Similarly, a negative feeling is an indicator that your current choice of thoughts has you offering a vibration that is so out of harmony. I'd like to take a moment again to thank everyone for tuning into the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. I ask that you please consider donating. You can donate at patreon.com slash witty words of wisdom. The link will also be posted below. I ask that you donate and support this cause so that I may be able to research more, find the best content, purchase material, and continue inspiring everyone to do great things. Thank you so much, and God bless you. With your source energy, that you are currently disallowing your full connection to that energy stream. You could say your tank is approaching empty. Your emotions do not create, but they do indicate what you are currently attracting. If your emotions are helping you know that your choice of thoughts is not taking you in the direction that you desire to go, then do something about that. Replenish your connection by choosing something better feeling thoughts. Follow your bliss is a positive thought, is it not? As we've touched on previously, much has been written about the power of positive thought, and when we are certainly proponents of that, no better guidance has ever been offered to our physical friends than the words, follow your bliss. For in the steady reaching for bliss, you must surely align with the energy of your source, and in that constant alignment, your well-being is certain, but when you find yourself engulfed in circumstances that cause you to offer a vibration that is far from that of bliss than reaching for, bliss is an impossible thing, for the law of attraction does not allow you to make that vibrational jump any more than you could have turned your radio receiver to 101 FM and heard a song that was being played on 630 AM. You have the ability to direct your own thoughts. You have the ability to direct your own thoughts. You have the option of observing things as they are or of imagining them as you want them to be. And, which, and whichever option you choose, whether you are imagining or observing, is equally powerful. You have the option of remembering something as it is actually as it actually occurred or imagining it as you would prefer. You have the option of remembering something that pleased you or remembering something that did not please you. You have the option of anticipating something you want or anticipating something you do not want. In every case, your thoughts produce vibration within, within you that equals your point of vibration. And then circumstances and events line up, the match, line up to match the vibrations that you have offered. You have the ability to place your attention wherever you decide so it is possible to distract yourself from something unwanted and put your attention upon something wanted when a vibration 
within you is one you have practiced a great deal. The tendency is to continue to offer the vibration in the way you have been practicing it, no matter how much you wish to be it to be different. It is not difficult. It is not a difficult thing to change the pattern of your vibration, especially when you understand that you can do it in a little a little bit at a time once you have an understanding of how vibrations work how they affect your experience and most important what your emotions are telling you about your vibrations now you can make steady fast progress toward the achievement of anything that you desire if we were standing in your physical shoes it is not your job to make something happen universal forces are in place for all that your work is to simply determine what you want you cannot seize your constant list of preferences so your life experience helps you determine at both conscious and unconscious levels what you prefer and how life from your personal and important perspective important perspective can now be better and every conscious or unconscious offering or asking from you answered by source when you have a lived in experience that helps you understand in an exaggerated way the very thing you do not want you also understand in an exaggerated exaggerated way what you do want when you are painfully aware of what you do not want, you are in alignment with what you do want. When you desire something that you do not believe is possible, you are not in alignment. When there is something that you want and you are feeling unhappy then you, that you do not have it, you are not in alignment. When you see someone who currently has the very thing that you desire and you feel jealous, you are not in alignment. If we were standing in your physical shoes, our attention would be upon bringing ourselves into alignment with the desires and preferences that we have launched. We would con consciously feel our way into alignment. Your natural desires cannot be held back. All of your desire wants or preferences emanate from, your natu from you naturally and constantly. For you stand at the leading edge of a universe that makes that so, so you cannot hold your desires back. The eternal nature of the universe insists that your desires come forth. This is the simple basis of this eternally expanding universe. Variety causes con contemplation. Contemplation produces preference. Preference is asking. Asking is always answered. Regarding your creation of your own life experience, there really is only one important question for you to ask. How can I bring myself into vibrational alignment with the desires that ex experience that my experience has produced? And the answer is simple. Pay attention to what you feel and deliberately choose thoughts about everything that feel good to you when you think them. Chapter 14. Some things you knew before you arrived. It is helpful to remember that you are creators who have come into this leading edge time-space reality to experience the joy of directing source energy into the specifics of your physical experience. Once you made the decision to come into this body, you knew that you were a creator and that the earth environment would inspire your specific creation. You also knew that whenever you asked, it would be given and you were, and you were thrilled at the prospect of being inspired to attain your own specific desires, understanding that source would flow through you to achieve the completion of those desires. You also knew the following. By always reaching for the feeling of joy or well-being, you would always be moving toward that which you desire. In the process of moving towards your desires, you would experience joy. In this earth plane environment, you would have sufficient leeway to mold your vibration into a pleasing position for the attraction of a wonderful life experience. Since well-being is the basis of this wonderful universe, 
you would have sufficient opportunity through a continual offering of thought to mold your own thoughts into pleasing life experiences, well-being abounds so you felt no risk or concern about the contrasting environment to which you were moving. Variety would help you choose your specific life. Your work was to direct your thoughts and then in doing so, your life would unfold. You are an external extension of source energy and that the basis of that which you are is good. You would be able to easily allow the well-being of your origin and your source to steadily flow through you. You could never get far from your source and that you could never completely pinch yourself off from it. You would experience immediate emotions to help you understand the direction of your thought and that your emotions would instantly tell you if you were in any moment moving toward or away from what you desired. You would now, you would know by the way you were feeling moment by moment how much you were allowing your connection to your stream of well-being. And so, you came forth into this earth experience with eager anticipation of a wonderful life. And you would also, and you also knew that there would be an immediate manifestation of any thought so that you would have ample opportunity to mold, evaluate, decide, and enjoy the creative process. We refer to that time between your offering of a thought and a physical manifestation as the buffer time. This is that wonderful time of offering thought, noticing how it feels, adjusting the thought to achieve an even better feeling, and then in an attitude of absolute expectation, enjoying the gentle, steady unfolding of anything and everything that you have concluded as your desires. If I know so much, how come I'm not successful? There is never a reason for you to be without something that you desire, nor is there ever a reason for you to experience something that you do not desire, for you hold absolute control of your experiences. Sometimes your phys our physical friends disagree with that powerful statement, for they often find themselves without something that they desire, or with something that they do not desire. And so, they argue that they must not really be the creator of their own experience, for they would not have done that to themselves. If they were really in control, things would be different. We want you to know that you always hold the power and control over your own life experience. The only reason that you could ever experience something other than what you desire is because you are giving the majority of your attention to something other than what you desire. Can I really count on the law of attraction? The law of attraction always yields to, to you the essence of the balance of your thoughts, no exceptions. You get what you think about, whether you want it or not. And in time with practice, you will come to remember that the law of attraction is always consistent. It never tricks you. It never decides, deceives you. It never confuses you, for the law of attraction responds precisely to the vibration that you are offering. But the confusion for so for many comes because they are offering vibrations that they do not realize they are offering. They know that they hold a desire in a specific direction, and they know that they that their desire has not yet come to them. But when what they often do not realize is that they are offering the majority of their thoughts in opposition to their own desire. Once you understand your own emotional guidance system, you will never offer again your vibrations in ignorance, and in time you will achieve such keen awareness of your own valuable emotions that you will know in every moment if the thought that you are currently focusing on is taking you toward or away from something you desire, you will learn to literally feel your way to the things that you desire in all subjects. The basis of your world is 
one of well-being. You can allow it or not, but the basis of is well-being. The attraction says, that which is like unto itself is drawn, and so the essence of whatever you give your attention to is unfolding in your experience. Therefore, there is nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. This is law, but I cannot... But I can't get to San Diego from Phoenix. So if all this is true, and is our absolute promise to you that it is true, then how is it that so many are experiencing so much of what they do not want? Consider this question. If I am in Phoenix, Arizona, and it is my desire to be in San Diego, California, how would I go about getting to San Diego? The answer to this question is easy. To hear, no matter what your mode of transportation, by air, by car, or even on foot, if you will face in the direction of San Diego, continue to move in that direction of San Diego, then you must reach San Diego. If you head towards San Diego, but then you lose your sense of direction and you head back toward Phoenix, and then you get turned back around again and you head toward San Diego, and then you get confused again and you head back toward Phoenix, you could potentially spend the rest of your life ex experience just moving back and forth, and you could conceivably never arrive to San Diego, but because of your knowledge of direction, and with the help of road signs and other travelers, it is not logical that you would remain forever lost in the Arizona desert, unable to find your way to San Diego. The 400-mile trip between the two cities is easily understood, and the idea of making the trip is completely believable. And if it were your desire to make the trip, you would find a way to do so. We want you to understand that the trip between wherever you are on any subject and where you want to be as an easily attainable as the trip from Phoenix to San Diego. Once you understand how to discern where you are along the way, for example, the thing that makes it seem more difficult to travel from financial insolvency to financial abundance is that you have not been aware when you were turned around and headed in the opposite direction. And the only reason that your trip is not taking you from no relationship to the perfect fulfilling reward, rewarding relationship you desire is that you have not been aware of the power of your thoughts and words that were taking you back to phoenix you clearly understand all of the factors in, involved in transporting yourself from phoenix to san diego but you have not understood the factors involved in transporting yourself from sickness and defabulous health from the absence of the relationship you have wanted to the fulfillment of this wonderful relationship or from barely scraping by financially to having the freedom to do the things you really want to do once you understand the clarity that your emotions provide, you will never again not know what you are doing with your current thought. You will always be aware of whether you are in this moment moving toward or away from your intended goal or desire. Your awareness of the way you feel will give you the clarity you have been seeking and you will never be lost in the desert again. Once you have the knowledge that you are moving in the direction of your desires, you may begin to relax a bit and enjoy the fantastic journey. Chapter 15. You are a perfect yet expanding being in a perfect yet expanding world in a perfect yet expanding universe. It is important that you know these things. You are a physical extension of source energy. The physical world you live in provides a perfect environment in which to create. The variety that exists helps you focus your own personal desires or preferences when a desire is focused within you, the summoning of creative life force immediately begins to flow towards your desire and the universe expands and that is good your conscious realization of the creative process is not necessary in order for it to continue the leading edge environment that you are physically focused in will continue to stimulate new desires in all who participate every desire or preference no matter how large or small it may be it may seem to you is understood and answered by all that is 
As every desire from every perceiver is answered, the universe expands. As the universe expands, the variety expands. As the variety expands, your experience expands. Your As your experience expands, your desire expands. As your desire expands, the answering of your desire expands. And the universe expands, and that is good. In fact, it is perfect. You live in an eternally expanding environment, which constantly causes newly focused desires within you, which source immediately and always answers with each Receiving of that which you are asking for, you achieve a new vantage point from which you spontaneously ask again. And so the expansion of the universe and your personal expansion will always always be as follows. You live in an expanding universe. You live in an expanding physical world. You are an expanding being. And all of this, whether you consciously understand it or not, the universe is eternally expanding and so are you. And that is good. Consciously participate in your own delicious expansion. We eagerly offer our perspective to you for one reason only, so that you may consciously participate in your own delicious expansion. Your expansion is a given. The expansion of your time-space reality is a given. And the expansion of the universe is a given. It is just ever so much more satisfying for you to consciously and deliberately participate in your own expansion. And that concludes chapter 15. Next week, we will continue with chapter 16. And I just want to close this out by saying thank you very much yet again for tuning into the Witty Words of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Maymoon Bay. God bless you, and I'll see you on the next one.